Welcome to The Hammer, where we hit the nail on the head with insights from the world of Canadian renovation and custom home contracting. Welcome to The Hammer. I'm your host, Caitlin Secord. In this episode, we'll be talking heat pumps with Austin Harvey, Residential Territory Manager for Eco Supply. Without further ado, Austin, tell us a bit about yourself. Oh, good morning, Caitlin. First of all, uh, thanks so much for having me on the podcast today. I really appreciate the opportunity to chat a bit about heat pumps. Um, I've been in the industry now since 2014. I worked with a couple of national suppliers, uh, customer facing as a sales manager and on the retail side as well. Uh, so I've got a fair bit of a uh, couple of irons in the fire as far as that's concerned. And I've been with Echo now for uh, coming into two years and enjoying now dealing directly uh, with our contract customers and helping them succeed every day with their customers in homes. Great. Um, so why have heat pumps become such a popular option? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, the main piece, of course, the drive uh, for us all is to take a look at something that will, and it's a very common statement, something that will help decrease the carbon footprint in the home while also uh, taking advantage of a relatively inexpensive, in most parts of the country, way to heat homes and kind of depress our reliance on natural gas for in-home heating. Uh, when we see the units, uh, when we see the units working, um, those rent energy rates and savings for our end customers can be absolutely outstanding. That's great. Um, could you walk us through some key considerations when it comes to sizing a heat pump for a residential or commercial installation? Oh, okay. Well, uh, typically what we're going to talk with and what any um, certified contractor should be able to do is to take a look at that home and do a heat loss and heat gain calculation. That will encompass really the square footage of the, uh, of the property and also any sources of heat loss and heat gain, i.e. doors and windows. Um, also, in Canada, naturally, uh, we also have a uh, we also have a program uh, put on by the government that will allow a certified inspector to come into a customer's home on the residential side as a retrofit option, and they will also do a pressure test in that home as well. When we put those two things together, uh, that allows for the correct and accurate sizing of the units in customers' homes. That's wonderful. Um, now, are there primary like factors that contractors should consider when sort of determining where the best placement for the heat pump unit is? Uh, really, that's going to be, that's going to be met up by uh, standard code, uh, code practices in that location. Uh, here in the prairies, for example, one of the things we do remind our customers of is the fact that one does need to calculate uh, for snow accumulation. Mm -hmm. uh, so, which means the unit should be elevated. It should be up on stands roughly about 18 inches high. That may not necessarily be the case uh, down on the Eastern Seaboard or down in Ontario on the GTA, but that's certainly a factor here. Uh, not as much of a case as well on the West Coast, but that's the one one of the key things that principal ideas that we, we talk about here in particular. Okay. Could you sort of explain the difference between the specific installation challenges and considerations for air source versus ground source heat pumps? Oh, okay, certainly. Uh, what we start off with, uh, when we start with the ground source piece, um, okay. from a ground source heat pump, now we are really talking about tapping into uh, the, the temperatures that are being stored by the Earth's mantle. 
So from a retro uh, retrofit point of view, uh, that can be a significant uh, influx of cash because you are digging a hole in that customer's home mm-hmm. or uh, or you're running that coil um, outside into that customer's property uh, on a uh, on a new build. On a retrofit piece, it is significantly less invasive where the installation piece can not look not dissimilar to applying a standard standard furnace and air conditioner at this point. Um, The coil, of course, will be now running inside either the assistant furnace or air handler that's installed in the customer's home in the same manner as we have for decades uh, applying furnaces. And uh, the the outside condenser unit will be in the same similar or roughly the same type of placement on the retro side with a air source heat pump as opposed to a ground source heat pump. Okay. Are there any sort of common pitfalls that contractors or HVAC installers should be sort of mindful of or look out for? Certainly. Uh, The big one is, of course, many of their customers are going to approach them, Caitlin, and say, hey, look, um, I understand that the government is going to give me $5,000 to put the unit in. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what that contractor should be aware of primarily is the customer should have had their Intercan survey completed okay. prior to the installation of the unit. Okay. If that doesn't happen, they lose. Step one. Okay. Step two is the both the it is a match of three, the assistant furnace the coil that will be mounted inside the furnace and the heat pump have to be an AHRI matched system, right? So typically that means that a customer will come to us and say, yeah, I've got a two-year-old furnace and I'd like to apply a heat pump. Unless that furnace is an AHRI match for the heat pump and coil, the answer is the customer will not be eligible for the full $5,000 piece. That's interesting. The other thing to remember is, of course, there are two strata of um, air source heat pump. Um, in Ontario, um, an air, or even in uh, in the West Coast, and uh, a standard air source heat pump will have a cooling range or a heating range, rather, right to about minus 15. Mm-hmm. And then it will call for assistant help from the furnace. A cold climate air source heat pump will have a heat range down to minus 30. That means that unit will be in operation up to 80% capacity at minus 30 degrees Celsius. Now, uh, that may be, the minus 30 may be a bit of overkill for someone in the GTA, but for someone in Saskatoon or in Winnipeg, that minus 30, that is a significant concern, Mm -hmm. okay? Also, what that will mean is there is a difference in the payout for the rebate for a cold climate air source heat pump versus an air source heat pump. Air source heat pump customers typically should expect to see $4,000 back from the Energy Canada guideline booklet. Um, a cold climate air source heat pump will give you the full $5,000 rebate. Okay, is there any reluctancy when it comes to using heat pumps in colder climates? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I do, I probably talked to a couple of uh, contractors a week on this one and a little bit of his part of it is that misunderstanding of what we just talked about so when we talk about air source heat pumps 
in this climate. Um, I think it would probably be a bit of a disservice or a concern mm -hmm. or, and should be walked through very carefully with customers that if we're only applying an air source heat pump, it will only work down to that mi at uh, minus 10 or minus 15 degree barrier. Okay. And so for many of our uh, installers and contractors have been putting in furnaces, well, why would I bother? That's insane, right? Yeah. Especially here in the prairies. Now, if you get into a cold climate air source heat pump, that's a separate issue. And also a, a little bit of the misconception about it is the idea that the, the heat pump by itself will do it. It will not. It will work with the attendant furnace or heat exchanger. Okay. Okay. Okay, that makes some sense. Um, so what are some effective ways that contractors can help homeowners understand how to operate and maintain their heat pumps? You know what, the best policy, of course, is service. Uh, there is no, there is the, by offering that service and really walking customers through what those expectations should be, uh, really the service piece on the furnace and uh, air handlers should be not dissimilar to what we have now that should be an annual an annual checkup. We want to maintain the unit in clean fashion. We want to be maintaining filters on the air handler or, or attendant furnace. And we want to keep the area around the uh, heat pump free and clear of debris or ice and snow so that it can work correctly. The heat pump will, even in winter, call for defrost. Right, so water will drain from the unit in the same way that water will drain from uh, uh, from an that has to be maintained correctly. In the same way that we would say, okay, you're also going to look to maintain the area around your vent for your new high efficiency furnace. Uh, those type of things are kind of part of the game now. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and can you touch on the electricity cost versus gas price when it comes to heat pumps? Uh, certainly. Um, here in Manitoba, I just pulled something off, in fact. Mm -hmm. um, when we start talking about uh, prices, and I can make a comparison um, for electrical, for a for a home that's heated with a furnace or baseboards that does electrical or radiant heat at 100% efficiency with electricity for an average family, average single family residence, we talk about $1,548. Those numbers are supplied, by the way, by our local our utility, Manitoba Hydro. Okay. Um, a cold climate, uh, uh, pardon me, a conventional or just an air source heat pump will bring that expenditure down to $1,290 for that family. Okay. And for a cold climate air source heat pump, that dollar now comes down to $1,032 from... 1548. So there's a fair bit of families, especially in this day and age, could, could manage that 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 extra dollar. Mm -hmm. And of course, if you're fortunate enough and uh and and forward thinking enough to have a ground source heat pump or a geothermal well applied, um but prior to the home being built, if they're fortunate, then they're only spending six hundred and nineteen dollars a year to heat that home. Okay. That's uh that's very interesting. Yeah. How can contractors stay up to date with the latest advancements in heat pump technology, installation techniques, and best practices? Uh, well, one of the best things that I consider uh, for, for a contractor to do is just stay in touch with their wholesaler. I know here at Echo, uh, I personally have scheduled training sessions, and I love to get out in the field 
um, with our with our, part, our partner suppliers and make sure that when we're having these discussions with customers, that they are fully versed in exactly what should happen. Uh, so I think that really part of that is a good partnership with your supplier, with your wholesaler. Another thing too, is there are a number of different sources for reference material, uh, starting with the the local online with your, your local service provider or um, provider for uh, utilities, Manitoba Hydro or Efficiency Manitoba here, Hydro One, that type of a thing. Um, and of course, uh, taking a look at the, uh, the Energy Canada rebate guidelines, there's a ton of information available online for the units that is bipartisan, right? Uh, it's not going to talk about ours is better and this, this is that, that, that. It's going to be straight to the bone. This is what you as a contractor need to know uh, in order prior to the installation of the unit. This is how that lines up and what makes the most sense. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to share with our contractor listeners? Uh, you know what? I think the key thing to remember in these things, and we touched on it earlier, Caitlin, which is, mm -hmm. um, you know what? The customer, this is a this is going to be a partnership really between the customer and the contractor first. The customer needs to be sure that they have their intercan guide, their intercan audit done first. Second, the contractor needs to then make sure that this is a matched system. Then once that happens, we have that agreement. Um, then once the unit's installed, then the customer is at liberty to call and uh, reach out to the guys at Intercan, have their uh, inspector come back in and verify that the correct product's been, been applied. And then they have their $5,000 rebate, uh, which is a big push to get the units in and then they should start enjoying that comfort um one other thing that i would recommend as well is of course that the controller uh so we talk about the uh, the equipment the air the uh cold climate air source heat pump we talk about the coil we talk about the furnace but then we've got to talk about the brains of the system which is the thermostat or the controller um in all cases we will need to have a controller that will provide the customer with exterior temperatures and their interior home temperature for comparison. That will literally set this to be, and then there's a set point inside the controller. And of course, uh, contractors will understand this even more than I do. Then that will allow them to set the set point for temperature when the unit will be on heat pump to down to this point and then bang when it will call for heat from the furnace okay. as a secondary or an assistant. Um, without that, uh, the units will go will uh, will go off based on time, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Because then the, what'll happen is the, the thermostat will be sitting in your living room and saying, well, I can't sit, the, you know, the heat in this home is not satisfying the call, what's going on, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to ping the uh, the heat pump. The heat pump's going to be running full out. It's going to ping it again. This will take probably five minutes. And then it will ask for the attendant furnace to fire. We want to make that a shortened time period uh, so that mm -hmm. our customer's comfort is guaranteed. And the best way to do that is to ensure that we're using a thermostat that will get those two temperatures and will manage that correctly. Okay. That sounds great. Um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Austin, it's been a pleasure to have you. 
No trouble at all. No trouble at all. I really, again, really appreciate you having us on. And uh, here at Echo Supply, we're absolutely dedicated to making sure that those customers that are interested and want to adopt this early, we're giving them the best information and assistance we can in order to make these uh, installations a successful experience for them. And uh, we know this is what this is our passion. We love doing it. We love helping customers succeed. So thank you very much for having me, Caitlin. A pleasure. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Hammer. You can find episodes online at CanadianContractor.com or subscribe on your favorite podcasting service. The Hammer is presented by Canadian Contractor Magazine. Contractor Magazine.